Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and to the sum of us. My name is Alisa. My name is Liz. Hello, my love. <laughs> hey. Hey. So I'm hoping you can hear me okay. Yeah. There, there's, um, there's an air scrubber machine on in the room that I'm in, so I can't really uh, turn it off. I guess I could, but if it's too bad, I will. But I don't hear anything. Okay, perfect. Good. It's a, what's an air scrubber? It's uh, it's an air filtration system. It's a it's a whole machine that oh, we bought last year it. when um, because I'm in Charleston right now. Uh, oh, when the okay. house had mold issues because of uh, oh, right. the air conditioning going off, so this runs the air through all its different um, uh, filters to clean the air got it um, so so normally if you were to go if we had you've had issues with mold in your home or office and you called a company they will bring this machine along to mm. make an immediate impact and then they'll do all the stuff they need to do and then they'll take away the machine so, but like the difference is that we bought the machine. <laughs> so, you can use it whenever you want. We can turn it on anytime we want. Yeah, the guy anytime that sold we it like, to me. We like to scrub our own air. I like <laughs> freshly scrubbed air myself. It's what I prefer. Yes. Um, With that. Yes. I don't want dirty air, you know. So, no, girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, scrub it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... The guy that sold it to me, he said he, he when he has allergies, he's like, I usually have it on all the time. And he said that uh, it helps me with my allergies in the house. So this might be what Anna needs. She has allergies mm. to the pets. And I wonder. Oh. I mean, that might be something to think about. Anyway, hi. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, hey. I drove in. Um, I drove in. Yesterday afternoon, I left Atlanta. I had lunch with one aunt. I saw. My Aunt Thelma wanted to, wanted to uh, see me before I left. And then, um, and then I, re- I re- realized it was my, aunt, my other aunt's birthday to, uh, yesterday. It's my mom's sister. And so I, I sent a text to my cousin. Say, hey, wish your mom a happy birthday birthday you know you know give her my love and all that she's like oh maybe she tried calling her you know she's i'm sure she'd love to hear you now the thing is my aunt julie can't really hear very well which is probably why it's hard to call because i don't know if she can hear me um so i said well maybe i, I should just swing by because they're on the way to charleston and mm. uh and she said oh my gosh she's like well you know we're we're taking her to dinner an early dinner uh, I said, well, give me the name of the restaurant. I'll swing by and I'll meet you guys there. I'll just say Amazing. <laughs> so we sat, I sat down. I'm like, oh, you should order something. I'm like, well, I'm not that hungry. But, you know, I ordered some, some stuff and we got it to, you know, I ended up getting it to go. Um, but, yeah, she turned 95 yesterday. I saw um, a cute picture of the two of you. No, I, saw it. I just saw it. I saw it a little while ago. So cute. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to try to see her. I'm picking up my parents, and then we're going to go. So when we go back up to Atlanta, we're going to stop off and visit her too. Um, Because, yeah, I think think my mom and my my other aunt, her sister, 
the other sister, they're, they're hesitant to call because she can't hear very well. So it ends up being just a lot of like, like they're shouting, but they're not sure if, if she can hear. So, right. Um, I think it's still worth the effort to do it, to call, but it's better to see her and just to, just to stop in. So oh, yes. That's oh, the plan. Everybody. Yeah. The yeah, and the thing is, ways. her birthday is bittersweet because um, it's her birthday, mm-hmm. which, is, which is a sweet part. The bitter part is that her husband, my uncle, passed away on her I birthday. I remember that. That's so right. Oh, my God. That's sort of like the the milestone um, day. It's like, oh, yay, but then also sad, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so my mom lit a candle, uh, mom, mom that lights the candles on, on, you know, anniversary or, uh, birthdays and, and anniversaries of, of the passing. So she had a candle on when I came home last night, it was a candle mm-hmm. for, uh, for my uncle Ruth and, um, and also for, for Aunt Julie. So, uh, for her birthday. Well, that's beautiful that you saw her in person. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I was, I was like, ah, I was like, I really, I really need to, to do this, you know. Um, and it was just, she's just, she's just, she's always been like, she's just super, super sweet, even though she can't really hear much. Uh, so it's not like I had a real big conversation with her, but I sat next to her and, you know, just held her hand and uh, just, you know, just love on her. She's just, she's just so little, you know. She's all my, both my aunt Julie's on both sides of the family. They're just tiny, tiny women. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I was like, I have 95. That's a, that's a lot of years. It's a lot of years. That's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then her beautiful, her grandson, um, called, called in, I think, I think they live in the area. They live in that same area, but they were, um, I think, I think his wife was getting over having COVID. So like, we're going to, you know, we're going to stay put. Yeah. They put, she's, she's okay now, but you know, still. Um, so I got to say hi to them. They're, they're the ones that have come over to Georgia to do some, a couple of wine tours, which is really sweet. So I, I nice. get to hang out with them, but like on that side of the family, I don't really see, cause I don't live here anymore. I don't see them as often as, as I did when I was growing up here. Um, mm-hmm. So it's nice. And it's always a good reminder. Like basically just, we have to make the effort. We have to that's right. Uh, we have to just not have to, but for me, it was like, of course, I want to see my aunt. You know, if I can see my aunt, I would love to. So that worked out really well. Um, maybe I love that to, to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you know, like my cousin is is aware that my my mom and my other aunt don't always call, and and she her thing has been that. I don't know how much time she has left here, but, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. think she's lonely and, you know, she kind of, she misses mm-hmm. her sisters. Like, I know, I know. So we'll figure ways out. But I said I was going to try to make the effort and I'm making the effort. Um, it's you paying are. off for me. I just, I just really, uh, it's just a presence. Like I, I know I wish I'd, I'd spent more time talking with her and asking questions about, you know, her childhood and things like that. But no, I just, this is what I got for right now. Uh, it was nice. Enough. It was nice to see her. It's yeah. enough. She's tired. She's 95. She got one foot here. She got one foot over there. Right. She's like, don't ask me any questions. <laughs> you know, she's like, I'm good. 
She's like, yeah, get the mic out of my I face. Think, I think there's a there's a period of time where you can do that. And, and well, there's a, you can always do it. I don't know if they're necessarily going to want to respond. But my uh, my my no. great uncle, uh, when he before he passed away, and he he died when he was he was ninety six. So it was, a, it was oh like God. a year ago, a couple years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I remember spending time. I gone over to, to his place um, in Atlanta, and they were in a um, an independent living kind of area. Yeah, I think I remember so, this. Yeah, but I'd spent the day with him and um, his wife and um, his daughters. So they're like my second cousins. They're the ones that live with my aunt Thelma right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just asking him all the questions about about family history. And he just, even at that age, he he remembered stuff. You know, he was like, oh, yeah, his his mind was still super sharp. His body was falling apart, but his mind was still really mm-hmm. strong. So I was, I was, you know, writing stuff down. I was asking questions and he's like, oh yeah. So he's a twin, which I thought was really fascinating. He's a twin, but his, um, his brother was born, I want to say like, they weren't born on the same day. Like it was like October 31st and November 1st. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So and I, and he passed away a while back, so I, I never got to meet him. But I thought that was kind of cool <laughs> that he had a twin. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's good, and it's good, and just being present is. I mean, I know there's probably one part of you that that you know you you are um, want to archive work and 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 get the stories, but I think you I think you did the right thing. It's just. Just nothing required. You didn't have to ask anything, like no questions. No. Like you, she, there was nothing asked of her. She was just able to sit in the energy, and yeah. she's, yeah, and she's she's someplace else. She's here, but she's not. And I yeah. don't mean that like fatalistic, like she's, but in terms of her, there's more of. Uh, this has nothing to do with when she's going to pass. Right. It's just in the frequency, there's more of a lightness of beingness. She's. The veil is way thin where she is. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I don't need to be messing with these people. I'm dealing with, you know, the cosmos. You right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah. So that's good. You just let her be. Yeah. Good. Well, you know, when her husband passed, um, for a while there, she was like, you know, she really missed him. And then and then mm-hmm. her son passed, like, a couple of years later. So okay. she was, you know, really alone. She, but she just was like, you know, I, I'm hoping to see him soon, you know, wanting to yeah. see her husband. And I think he would do like flickering lights sometimes, but like she just, mm-hmm. she just really missed him. And, um, oh. I was sort of wanting, wanting to see him, wanting to be reconnected with him. And, um, so it's been, I want to say it's been like 10 years. I think it's been mm-hmm. 10 years. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, if, you know, if that's where she is and that's where she is. And, um, so whatever time I can spend with her and just see her, just tell her I love her. Mm-hmm. I can bring her sisters, you know, bring everyone together for a little bit. Then that's great too. But yeah. You know, I could see that. 
I can, I mean, but I can also, I can also see where people who have hearing issues, where they're, they're, they're bound to be in their own world. I mean, that's just, mm-hmm. there's so, so many nuances that they miss mm. in this world that, you know, who knows how you're going to fill in that time and that, right. that space where you're just, you know, you're just whatever. So whatever's been rattling around in your head, that's, that's, I imagine is going to take the front and center, you know, be the, be the focal point. Cause it really just depends. And if, say for example, my aunt is, has been missing her husband, then that may be what she's been focusing on. You know, missing her husband, missing her son, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when she stayed here with uh, my mom for, I want to say for like a week, she kept thinking that she was in her old house. And so she would go through stuff in the room. And if you, if you know, like, you know, my mom has a ton of, we have a lot of stuff in this house, <laughs> just stuff of, of, you know, 40 something years of accumulation. And especially in that room, um, you know, so she's going through everything and she's like, I can't find my necklace. And my mom's like, it's not your house. You know? I was like horrified that she's going through. Oh. But she, you know, she, but she, she, she's, she's sort of in her, she's in her own dimension, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. And so, um, you know, it's, it could be alarming, especially if they're alarmed when they wake up and they don't know where they are. Um, mm-hmm. oh you know, my these are, yeah, these are things as I'm as I'm having conversations with you know with like my peers, like my cousin is about 12 years older than I am. I think probably a little bit more than that. Um so like I was a flower girl at her wedding. Uh, okay. So, so there's <laughs> there's a pretty age pretty, like I'm closer I'm well, not really closer in age. I'm like midway between her her and her son. Um Sure that I, I've seen more, more recently. And we, you know, we'll have conversations about, you know, wine and, you know, kids and all that. You know, it's, it's a different conversation. Last night, you know, we were just talking about, um, you know, other, other relatives and just the aspect of getting old. And, and I said, you know, when, I guess when you're at a certain age and that could be any age, honestly, but I think when you get older, like you're right, the things that you prioritize are going to be so different. And the things that you want to spend your energy on will be very different. And a lot of it, I think, is um, com- like, well, definitely comfort uh, after years and years and years of having your life be a certain way to, to, to get up and have to move it. Uh, it takes a little bit longer for that to really sink in or for them to even be on board if they ever get on board. Um, and and as I'm talking, the you know my guys are saying you know it's like an anchor point. Like what is their what what is your anchor point? And if your anchor is, um, oh, what's a good word for it? If your anchor is in the in the familiar of your space, then you know one, what is it about your space? Is it just all the stuff that you can identify with? Because your stuff carries an energy too. Um, mm-hmm. Is it the interaction with the people that that I know will change that environment a little bit? Um, you know, what else do you see or connect with that others don't? Um, and you know, from from you know, living with my Athoma, 
She had the whole her whole house to herself. Um, I was in a room, and and she was aware that a lot of my stuff that I had from my other house was in her garage, and I, she didn't like it all in her garage because oh. it wasn't it was you know she I mean she was just like you know it's just a lot of stuff here. I'm like I have no other place to put it, <laughs> you know, and uh, you don't and you don't have a car. And my car can be outside. My car doesn't need a home, you know. But I said, I just don't have another place to put. I can't put it all in my tiny room. My, my bed barely fits in this room. So, um, you know, but there's that allowance of space for for other people, other experiences. And maybe as you get older, if you're used to being in one place and you and you, you don't really – because I think about people who who travel – then they're okay, you know. Like not not, not always, but like it, it, it's a little easier maybe because you have to adapt, even if it's just temporary. And ultimately, everything's temporary. But I think when we get more sedentary and more set in our ways, then uh, it becomes a game of who will bow down to my will, <laughs> so I can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for people like us who tend to be more on the, you know, accommodating people pleasing side. Yeah. Uh, sometimes figuring out the situation and realizing, all right, well, I can, I'll know I'll need to push back or, and, or I'll, I'll need to reset what my expectation of this time will be. Um, so it just being open for whatever presents itself to you, whether it's a, a non-conversation or a conversation. Um, like with my Aunt Thelma, I'm a little, because I live with her, I'm a little closer to her. I'm used to pushing back on her now. Because um, she, you know, she'll, she'll say things. And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll say no. It doesn't mean that that's the final answer. It means she might have to do more effort and ask somebody else and present mm-hmm. her case to you know to have xyz it happen and i'm like mm, yeah I'm, I'm not gonna be party to that like i'll say no on this one <laughs> and yep. i'll tell you why if you want to listen but uh yep. no <laughs> so um yeah it's it's uh it's an education in working with different types of people and i guess lately the education has been with people who are a lot older who have mm-hmm. uh, that they're living a different life. Um, yep. And and I can see where it can be, again, that word bittersweet of having to remember times past. You know, even if it's in a fond memory type of way, but, you know, it still might not be like the easiest situation to, to, uh, to try to recollect, especially if you spent all your time maybe wanting to be there, you know. You know wishing that that was the situation but anyway yeah you know the uh and, and then I come, I come home and I see my parents and I don't know my mom slept she was up last night she's like, oh what time are we leaving I'm thinking probably after the show like <laughs> oh mm-hmm. I haven't packed yet I'm like okay well maybe not right after the show I guess you know well <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're driving them back to Atlanta for Thanksgiving I, I presume yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My brother is hosting um, my family, like oh, the big family. Oh, yeah, compound. The compound. The compound. <laughs> yeah, okay. The castle, the Bangalore castle. <laughs> I've been to that house. I'm not. I'm not kidding, people. 
the man. Oh, the manor. Sorry. The manor. The manor. Yeah, the manor. The manor. Bangalore manor. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I love just the contradiction. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. I love it. Right. The manor, and it's like uh, amazing (laughs) culture, amazing food. Not swim and proper at all. Like I love, I love the the combination. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's. Um, I felt, I definitely felt my ancestors with me, you know, like in making these decisions for yesterday, like, Hey, you know, you nice. can visit, you can visit your aunt. Um, and you can also visit with your cousin and your cousin-in-law mm-hmm. and, you know, I guess there's something about maybe modeling that, that type of behavior. Like, you know, there's, there's a way that you can make it work. And of course, you know, that's, that's been a big deal for me. Like I do love my family. It's like a love hate relationship at times. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even say it's hate. I think it's like, uh, there, you know, we all deal with our challenges, but, but I feel like the bigger picture is that this connection of staying connected um, and, and figuring out ways to still communicate without it being a chore because that was something that was mm. said to me during my reading, like all this, the whole ancestral stuff. So like, you know, it, it doesn't need to be this difficult. A lot of it. Like, you're it mm. Yeah. You're putting it on yourself. Like you're kind of doing it because I'm like, yeah, I guess I can see that because it's mm. one way to approach it. Like, ah, I got to do this. And, um, mm. you know, and, and being able to lessen that because if, if they're saying, listen, we'll help you. We're, we're here with you. Then I'm like, all right, I'll take it. And thank you. And so I'll get out of my head. <laughs> yep. And, but, you know, really, when I, when I saw the date, I was like, oh, my God, it's already the 20th. Like, it's her birthday. So I knew, I was already queuing up, like, you know, if she was going to be at home by the time I got there, then I would see her at home. But I had a feeling they were going to do something for her birthday, like take her out. So uh, let me just find out what's going on. Um, so I think my, even my cousin was like, oh, like you, you want she's like yeah are you coming by I said yeah here's my ETA she's like oh my gosh she's like okay we'll save a seat for you I'm like okay great <laughs> and I came in on time she's like wow you're on time I said well you know ways works like that in mysterious ways in accurate ways I said yeah it worked out well so it was just nice and I don't have super 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 deep conversations and I don't I don't have that much time with with all of them but you know to see their family dynamic you know that's so my cousin is like probably a couple years older than you. Um, mm-hmm. She still looks fabulous. Like I don't know how you know her genes are amazing. Um, so she's she and she's a grandmother herself. Um, and it's just it's so different to see that because like that's 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 their reality is like they're looking at retirement fairly soon. They've got sure. um, um, and a. a even my cousin-in-law, his his father's still around. He's 96, uh, and he's in. He lives in Charleston, so they're they're coming down here for for Thanksgiving because he's going to be alone. Oh, you know, and they're like, yeah, like they they he's got um, my cousin-in-law has uh, a couple of brothers, but like they're they're in a different state, and it's just you know timing-wise, whatever the situation may be they're not all going to make it in one place for Thanksgiving. And right. his father is having like knee replacement surgery. 
uh, was playing, so he's, he's got a bad knee. You know, he's getting over shingles. So there's a lot oh, happening, God. you know. And so he's he's sort of in the same situation and dealing with an elderly parent. And he's like, yeah, so, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go there. I said, yeah, you got to do that. You know, of course you're going to mm-hmm. spend time with your, with your father, you know, and, and um, so we, like, we're all dealing with, with that kind of dynamic and it's, it's family. Um, but it's interesting. We're like, well, I have to like that sense of like, I have to, and hopefully it'll shift where it's like, well, of course, like, I think they're going to be happy to see him. Um, it's not like they can't throw down and, and cook up a bunch of food or even, you know, get a bunch of food. It's not that, you know, that could happen. Um, so I think it's, it, you, you do what you can and, but hopefully it switches. So like, it was, it really was a treat to see my aunt and my cousin yesterday, like last night. It was like, I love that I can just swing into town. Like, Hey, let me swing by here. Since I can, it's, it's an That's option beautiful. for me. <laughs> it's an option for me and not a burden and I knew Ooh, it would be something you just, special. You just, you just hit it. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Options slash burdens. You decide. Right. right. That's right there. That's the takeaway. Yeah. Is it an yeah. option? Is it a burden? Because you can decide how how you go. It's all perception. So and then maybe it doesn't have to literally be on your shoulders. Right. You know, that you can, you know, that you have this, this, you know, this, this soul contract or whatever you want to call it, designation to work through in your own path, um, ancestral clarity, but it doesn't mean that there's this expectation except for the one that you're putting on yourself. Right. That it's this, that it's this burden. It's an option for your clarity Mm -hmm. that, you know, whatever we do in our life is to really uh, support our self-discovery. Mm. That's what this is about. Yeah. It's not that people are expecting you or the cosmos is expecting you, you know, the Joan of Arc to clear the, the family karma, <laughs> you know? Although you're like, right. Joan, does she got a sister? I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. Because uh, <laughs> she's busy. She's busy with the crusades, but I think I, she had a sister. She got a twin sister? She got Because I like that. I like that Joan of Arc energy. She's cute. Meet her at the gay club. Hello. She's there with her armor and her flannel shirt. Come on, don't even play. <laughs> her little beanie. That's funny. Look at how I'm stereotyping. That's funny. Look at how I'm stereotyping. Well, you know. That's funny. Well, what's interesting is uh, I met up with uh, my friend Mons, who you still haven't met yet. And my friend Kim, who mm-hmm. you did meet, we had um, we mm-hmm. had dinner the other night. Um, it was just nice, nice to catch up. It was nice to catch up because he was he was going to be away for the week visiting his folks, um, and 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 even us, you know, like my like I knew I was coming here to pick up my parents. He was going to go visit um, one set of like a you know, father and stepmother, um, and then my friend Kim is working, but she she is trying to figure out having you know if she's going to go uh probably after christmas back back home to, to visit her father where that's a very difficult it's been a very difficult relationship you know um since her mother passed because her mother was a glue for that family um but we're all talking mm-hmm. about it at at dinner and then uh yeah there's you know it's a restaurant so there's this waitress that comes by that has the, the spiky hair and um 
and you know, my mom's just trying to like, hey, so what do you think about her? I'm like, I don't know. I think her hair is too high. You know, like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think the but, I, I think the hypotenuse of her uh, <laughs> earrings are quite aligned with girl. Hair can be changed. Her I know. No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's not. It's like, but, 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 it's something that has is is making me because I don't really think about about that. Like, I'm like, I don't know. It's, it just depends on if she's a nice person. You know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, like that. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff, but, um, but yeah, yeah. so it's, some things are non-negotiable. There, like smokers go away. No yeah. smokers. Deal, some things are deal breakers. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll just be sneezing the entire time. Like I can't. <laughs> but cigarette smokers are so unattractive, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, but I realize. I mean, I still have my all my all my old guards up. Still, I'm like, okay, I have to. I have to just like be thinking about, you know, what are things that are going to be important for me. You know, there you go. And this person this is probably probably a nice person, but don't know. I'm sure they <laughs> probably are. probably also years younger than I am. So there's that too. So and, uh, so he, I did I did younger and uh, yeah, that was it wasn't awful but it was still how like, long ago did you do younger well it was still younger see how there's like a 10 year difference see how sort of see how many there's a 10 year difference that's not that's not the, and listen and you're it, this is that was then this is now see oh, how I know. see listeners how I'm sort of, see listeners see how I'm sort of putting her into a little corner watch so <laughs> you don't watch, do watch, not put me together don't put no one puts baby in the no one puts the no one puts baby in a corner exactly exactly no listen if you can't judge you can't base it on the on the 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 stale past when we're dealing with the fresh present hello oh look at you we're not yeah right in the same way in the same way that the whole ancestral path the path to self-discovery and you've made great strides in that, but it's not your the covenants that you had with the whole Bangalin clan. Just mm-hmm. a pathway for self discovery. Relationships teach us who we are. So that is showing you who and where you are. So where you are is here and like good for your friends, you know, to be like, What do you think of her or whatever? And it's not even for anything, but just to create additional current neural pathways in your brain and your consciousness to be open to possibilities. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. That's stage one, to be open, right? Mm-hmm. You could be open and not do a damn thing because, hello, she's the, the hiatus is now, for me, full-blown full celibacy, hello, right? <laughs> Hello, I yeah, and yeah. Where are my stories? Don't have them yet. Yet, don't have them. Go. Hello, we're approaching eight months. She's who's not who's counting? I am. <laughs> I'm counting all day. Counting. But this realignment with myself, and it's not, and it's really, it's really, really interesting because I have been fascinated with the golden bachelor 
fascinated. It's so good. Now, I don't watch The Bachelor, never watch The Bachelor. The Golden Bachelor, honey, he is 72. Wow, really? It's so good. We, the show is changing, because I never watched the show. The show is changing history. And they're getting close to the final episode, which is going to happen the Thursday after Thanksgiving. So I, I, watch, the, I watch it on demand. So um, I don't watch it live. I watch it on demand. So I, 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 and it was really interesting. Oh, I don't know if you can hear the ambulance, but anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, good. Um, it was really interesting because there's this, so it's between, it's the two final women. One is 64, the other is 70. These women are beautiful. It's really changing the perception of, like, mature, you know, just maturity. Mm-hmm. The women were anywhere between 60 and 75. The final two, one is uh, 64, the other is 70. Wow. And he's amazing. They really, the casting, because this could have been so exploitive, there is so much dignity with the women there was so much support and love for each other because they're grown-ass women. They're grandmothers. They, right. they, they're widows. They've been through so much shit. But what I found really interesting is that uh, one woman was uh, talking uh, to the bachelor, and this is now the, um, the overnight date. So it's getting, it's, it, could, it could be intimate. It could be this. And um, they do it really in a very, uh, very dignified way that you can infer what happened or what didn't happen. Like they keep it very discreet, which I really mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And, and so she's talking to him and she's saying, you know, every birthday I would say next year, I'm not going to be alone. I don't want to be alone. And I just thought, you know what, poor thing, mm-hmm. because it's, and I, and, and I'm not saying she's desperate. There is, there is an undercurrent to me. It's subtle. To me, it's a very unattractive quality. And I think it's very attractive to just sort of look at any, any relationship uh, status, whether you're with somebody or you're not with anybody, as just something valuable for your self-discovery, for who, for who you are, and to just seek alignment that if some you know if someone or some situation is going to come on your path so be it but to be open so I'm mm-hmm. very very open I'm not dreading like oh well this holiday I'm going to be I don't care because in in rediscovering myself I know that I was sort of acting on addictive behavior um, but that was because I was so marginalized in my marriage but mm-hmm. I needed to explore a little bit, but there was no, there's nothing more for me to explore except maybe a more substantial expression of being in relationship with someone, mm-hmm. you know, like it was fun to have the dalliances. It was fun to take on a lover. It was fun. I didn't do that. You know, I was robbed, not robbed, but I was deprived of my mid twenties to my mid fifties. So she needed to, you know, she needed to catch up a little bit. And I did it very, very ladylike over a few years, over a period of three years. I was very, I was a lady. I was a lady. Don't laugh. She was a lady. You're like, does a lady have a sister? Let me check. She was a lady. 
And now I'm in relationship with myself. Mm. And so in watching this show, which I highly recommend, it's really good. Um, and in watching this show, and it's getting to the finish line, and really for all of these women, but, you know, these final two, just almost, it's, it's beautiful, but it's kind of, but it's bittersweet. It's beautiful because it's showing the world, you know, you could be vibrant um, at any age and to want intimacy and to, to have a, a relationship that's beautiful. And he is lovely. I can see why these women fall in love with him. He's kind and loving. And for the women that um, did make it to the end, they they had like a reunion tell-all show as they do with this franchise. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, two episodes ago or an episode ago. And uh, what was so gorgeous, no malice, no hard feelings oh. for giving them hope. It was so evolved. And that's the whole thing too. It's like if we can just see like, okay, this is about learning about me, whether you're dating or not dating and everything else in between or you're on your own, it's really about learning about yourself. Mm. So I have no hard feelings with any person that I dated. I have no hard feelings with my ex-husband. I have no hard feelings because this was all to learn about yourself. But I thought it was a little sad, you know, that um, this one woman in particular was like, almost like her life would be, you know, unfinished if uh, she would spend another birthday alone. Wow. And I thought, wow, that, yeah. That that's was, bleak. It's, yes, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel that at all. And these these women, you know, like I'm not demographic. It's kind of funny, but I am. So I could be, I wouldn't. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> you could be on the Golden no way. <laughs> I actually could. I wouldn't, but I could. But these women were beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, I, I recommend it. I really <gasps> recommend it. And yeah, not, it, not and usually a show really, I would check out, but I would. I would. I no, would but I have to say, me neither. I've never watched it. Me neither. Me neither. But there's something very sweet. And I'm so glad because when I heard, you know, when I heard about it, I thought, oh, this is good. So that more, so, so the rest of the world can really sort of belittle and it's going to taint, you know, the dignity of aging. And it's already this, you know, it's already this past uh, force with judgment and that, you know, um, older people have no value and it's the, it's the opposite. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. So, yeah, my girlfriend um, encouraged me to watch the show. And because uh, I was like, just afraid that it was just going to be exploitive. And if anything, it's quite the opposite. They're really changing history. Mm-hmm. So I'm, ex- I'm excited um, to see where this franchise goes. But out of the whole series of the, the history of the series, which I guess is, I don't even know. I think it's been around for over 20 years. I don't even know. Um, Ooh, it's wow. the highest view. It's the highest viewed. This, this franchise, this season is the highest viewed ever. Mm. So it's, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. 
anyway. Yeah. And, that is and good. it's bringing generations together because the, everybody's watching it. You know, families right. are watching it. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it is, but it's really good. Mm. Yeah. Um, but to say, you know, I'm going to be alone. I don't want to be alone another birthday. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm alone. I'm like, being alone is good. You know? Yeah. Being alone I mean, can be really good. That's like generations of un, unlearning, mm-hmm. you know, that particular uh way of life like well you you have to be with somebody and i think part of it is um uh, uh even you know what what anna and i were told growing up like you know you have to you know you have to marry a doctor a lawyer an engineer you know either you either you be that or you or you marry someone who's like that you know right professional um and if you are that, that means that you become even more attractive for other people who are also looking to marry a doctor, a lawyer, engineer. I'm not sure how that works. Right. But, um, I know. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I am fascinated. I probably will watch it. I am fascinated by that, um, especially with an, an older generation. You have to watch um, it. You're going to like it. You know, where there are so many people who, who aren't together anymore. You know, or, you know, they're usually it's, you know, a, a divorce, but. I think even for the older generation, it's it's someone's just passed away and they're yeah, alone. Yeah, there's a bunch of widows on the show. He's a widow. Yeah. He's a widower. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened so. at the restaurant? So so you said her hair's too high. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, <laughs> listen to you. No, I um, listen to you. Nah, and this is just sort of like in in passing is what my my friend was like. Oh, well, what about what about her? And so I'm 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 always fascinated when people try to pick out other gay people around and like mm. and they just think that's enough like yeah. oh well she's gay you're gay so you're so you're a man <laughs> in heaven it's like oh you're you're divorced and single you're divorced and single you're right, both over right. 45 go ahead get together i'm like excuse me <laughs> no <laughs> for me there's like that's another nuance it's like just because she's wearing a flannel doesn't mean that she's gay okay i mean <laughs> well, i'll say hi i'm just kidding no i wear flannel all the time i see like, <laughs> but you're gayer than most people I know. But whatever. Well, that's, you know. well, that's because because you know it's a stereotypical independent film outfit, flannel shirt, beanie, work boots. I do it. I All right. So it. independent independent film person, Pacific Northwest resident or lesbian? Exactly. Or lesbian. Right, that, that's, it's, it's the same outfit. <laughs> it's, the same. it's the same. It's really funny. It's the same outfit. We we uh, had a we had a three day shoot that wrapped on. Oh my God. On Sunday, then I had a full day of teaching yesterday, so I'm sort of in this this bubble. But I was just laughing at like, there's the outfit, <laughs> there we go. Um, it's crazy, but um, but this is good just to be just to be open without being feeling burdened or attacked. And it's right. and it's tough, you know. Like I like when watching this woman say, I don't want to be alone. Like she would say, like she would she would have a birth she would, she would have a birthday. And she would say, "Next, I'm going to meet somebody. So next birthday, I'm going to be with someone." Very interesting, you know. And 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 it made me think a little bit because, um, exactly this time last year, I uh, met somebody, and it was the fox player that had the brain surgery. So I was so drawn to him because he overcame this insane brain surgery and we we just trauma bonded our our bonds were just we just trauma bonded and it it was 
a really beautiful uh, connection that that just finished as soon as it started practically. But I was just hell-bent, and made me, I made me think about it when I watched the show last night. I was hell-bent that I was going to be with somebody New Year's Eve. I was hell-bent that maybe five years prior to that was, or six years prior, I don't even remember, when my ex-husband and I were still married, um, that I didn't want New Year's Eve in the house, the memory that uh, my ex-husband was the last person that I would have kissed. So five years later, I'm dating around, Mm. meet this guy the uh, Monday before Thanksgiving, um, spent, we had this explosive dalliance, really cool person, but just not, we just weren't meant for each other. But I was held back like this woman, I'm going to spend New Year's Eve and I want to be kissed by somebody else who wasn't my kid's father. Mm -hmm. I was like on a mission. Well, that was accomplished, but the last <laughs> time I saw him was New Year's Day because we ended it like a week later, which is fine, but it's like, I said to myself, so you got your wish and, mm-hmm. and then, oh, and then like two weeks into the new year, I met this other musician who was mentally very unstable and that ended three months later. And I've been on my own since, since April, because I vowed I'm not going to make a lateral move. This isn't about the addictive nature of it, that I need to just um, get that outside attention, that outside validation. Um, They serve their purpose. I'm not an addict. So why am I acting like one? And I don't mean a sex addict, but just in that 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 dopamine hit of getting that attention that I didn't really get when I was married, <clears throat> and I had been with my ex-husband since I was 25, and then just not getting that, you know, not really being raised with a father. So um, I had to really, you know, look look well within myself. And that's why I really appreciated the, or am appreciating this hiatus. Um, and am I getting, uh, you know, a degree of attention? Because I still have my fishing pole, you know, in, in the app. <laughs> my my fishing pole still, yeah. But it's really, it's really, a, a really amazing, you know. And I'm highly intuitive. Hello, we've been doing this podcast for 13 years. Highly intuitive. But really allowing myself to leave with that as opposed to the addictive part of our nature, which we all have it, you know, and to gain the clarity, to gain the alignment within myself. Thank you, Louise Hay, for that book, Mirror Work. You know, I completed that. Mm -hmm. And just to get into not being conscious enough to not bypass the essential uh, 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 stage or step of self-relationship and then to assess what have I learned if I'm going to be continually, you know, distracted by making linear moves, there's no more move to make. I kind of had a little poo-poo platter 
little charcuterie of like, okay, this is this is sort of like the archetypes of whatever. Um, I could guess the the rest. Don't need to make lateral moves. So I am happy to to be on my own because I'd like to experience something I haven't experienced prior. And if it's just going to be another version of the same thing, I don't need it. Right? Right. And thank goodness it's a, you know, it's a full busy life. I'm going to have to make time for somebody new, so it better be worth making the time. Because of the time of the self-reflection and discovery and and healing from uh, unresolved trauma, how could I do that if I'm being distracted? Hmm. But it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, shut off or closed off. <clears throat> and just sort of to recognize I'm doing things a little bit differently, you know, where before I, I would, you know, have my fishing pole, you know, with a little app that I'm on and, um, you know, oh, I didn't get any likes today. <clears throat> so, good. Because, you know, you don't want to go out with Grandpa Joe. <laughs> good. It's okay. You know, because a lot of these people, they're really scary. Right. So right. why am I going to, yeah, yeah. And, um, no, it's really, it's, it's really good where there is a standard. It's an energetic standard. I don't really care how old you are or what you look like. I don't really care. But I care about intelligence. I care about emotional maturity. I care, you know, I care about, uh, values. Um, it's really, it's really good. It's really essential just to feel like I don't need it. So if it's an enhancement to life, great. I don't need it. You know, and and I think the way the Bachelor franchise is skewed, it's, um, you know, all these women compete or these men competing for this one person um, and how they feel, uh, how incomplete their life is without him. That's not for me. The way that I would describe it, like even the times when I thought like, oh, this could turn into something, you know, like a prior dalliance or situationship. I really haven't been in a serious relationship since my divorce. I've had experiences, uh, entanglements with people. But when you're in that phase of possibility, um, you know, the coffee tastes better. Can I live without it? Sure. <laughs> but it's just an energetic enhancement. My coffee tastes good. Just tastes a little bit better when there's that extra energy. But I could certainly live without it. Mm-hmm. So it's just really interesting that you know it's not it's not your burden to flip the family karma, and it's not my you know and I'm not at a at a deficit because I haven't experienced a serious relationship outside of my marriage. I don't feel a deficit of anything. I, I feel such a, I feel a, I feel the opposite. Because I have no grievances now. Right. I have no grievances because I know everything is leading to this space of clarity. You know, and it's very, it's very interesting. Um, so uh, we shot a total of five days, two days uh, in October, three days just now. And uh, in the af- in the aftermath of 
wrapping a film shoot, very, very difficult, very challenging, very gratifying. Um, I had seven students. I hired seven students. They were phenomenal. My son is uh, one of the lead actors in it and uh, co-produced with my friend Michael, who you met in Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, and the director of Barrio Boy, my friend Dennis. So it was so fulfilling and satisfying, yet very challenging. And it was very interesting. Uh, last night, uh, we were we had a, a call scheduled to talk about the aftermath and to uh, just do a tally of the accounting. And I just didn't feel like getting on that call. And I think it was because I had to go right back to work yesterday because I work on Monday, teach a full day. And that was after shooting three 12-hour, it was over three three 12-hour days. For me, it was probably three 16-hour days just doing things behind the scenes. And in my... um, morning class um, one of my students was expressing suicidal ideation but it was very tender and very beautiful and and the fact that she felt so safe and then as a student in the same class expressed his and then i had like this you know less than an hour lunch break to teach a different section a three-hour class mm. So, and, and, and if someone sees me in the hallway, the elevator, whatever, it's like always somebody always has a question for me because I think I'm the soothsayer, right? <laughs> so um, I, I run, I take a 45-minute lunch, I come back, I teach that class, I, I, I go to the grocery store, I go home, I cook dinner for my kids, I'm wiped out from sure. everything. So what I did was, I did a tally for the accounting. I uh, wrote my partners, and I said, "This is the tally. If there's a discrepancy, you need to make a. You need to have a conversation to figure out how to make up the difference. And it was going to be not by a lot of money. How to make up the difference? Um, I'm really not up to having a call. And I just very loosely explained uh, that I just had a very intimate moment with the student that was expressing some suicidal feelings and um, I'm just really not up to, to talking. And I had this, so I sent the email and it was almost like for a minute, <clears throat> excuse me, I felt a little anxious. And then I realized, so I was breathing through that and I realized uh because they know as executive producer, I exceeded what my um, investment was. And I made that very clear. Um, I exceeded it by a lot, and they know it. And the old Liz would have not said anything. I would have been on the call. I would not have honored what I needed to process mm. um, a long work day after three exceedingly long work days because making a movie is no joke. And I felt weird. I felt anxious. And I realized you actually put your needs first and you don't know what that feels like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you don't know. And I felt anxious. I'm like, what the F is that? Like, wow. That's what it is. You didn't do anything wrong. It's not crazy. You think you're doing something wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. This feels weird. But at least I was self-aware enough to know like, I got honored my needs. The oldest would have gotten on the and I would have transferred money that I did not want to. That would have that could have negatively impacted my household. I'm still feeding these two young men because they still live with me. And until next semester, I'm only working one full day a week. Oh wow! Executive producer on a film. Yeah, yeah. Until next semester, I've been only working one full day a week, and thank God. But that's another reason. So a lot, you know, I had to go into my savings. But when the satisfaction which and the fulfillment, and I'm banking on source, the fulfillment that seven of my students, my son, an amazing crew, working with two of my best friends, it is going to be beautiful. I'm banking on source. So weird to do that, that I started getting nervous. My heart started racing. And I did the opposite of what I would normally do. I stayed with the feeling. I mm. moved through it. I said, they're going to handle it. I checked my email like an hour later. They handled it. Wow. I figured out where to find They Yes, they handled it. And I Good just you. allowed myself. Yeah, and it felt weird. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I, de- I then I see I got a message from a handsome stranger. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's cute. And I look at his. He was cute. He, I'm very attractive. And I look at the profile, and, and these men they could be so lazy. The pictures. He the very attractive. He looks smart. You know, <laughs> he looks smart. Um, but the message was because it says that I I speak English and Spanish. So the me- all the message was. Hola. You gotta give me more than hola, hon. You gotta give me more. Than, sorry. You gotta give me more than hola. That's cute, but you gotta give me a little more than that. And and normally I would have struggled. Do I say anything? Do I reply? Whatever, whatever. I'm like I'm not responding because I'm I, hola. That's not no. Sorry. There's don't be somebody else that has, that's gonna say a little bit more than hola. No, I didn't. I know. I kept him in my message queue, just in case, because he's cute. But I did not struggle or have anxiety over, what do I say? I hope he likes me. Nope. 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 Because slowly but surely, and this is what I want to end the show with, slowly but surely, Elisa, this is hard for us, but we have to reconcile the fact of not in in an arrogant manner, but we have value. We're the prize. We have something to offer. And we'll know when it lines up. We'll know when it lines up. So that's that's the value and the beauty of honoring our needs, and it feels weird. It gave me anxiety, but I stayed with it, and now it's given me the anxiety gave me clarity because I just I didn't act impulsively on it. So it's mm-hmm. very interesting. So on that note, so you can you can do the show with me on Thanksgiving? Yeah. Okay. Yay. So on that yeah. note. If you guys need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. And we're going to have our Thanksgiving special. I'm just making it up. 
on this Thursday <laughs> at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Please take excellent care of yourself and each other and embrace your values. And as always, let the light do the work and two brighter days ahead. Love you. Love Bye. you.